We don't like the phrase work-life balance. And I want to see the reaction. And the truth is not because, and you'll see this in a second, the, the, the last value. It's the reason is we're actually not looking for people that want this balance, but rather the people that think that the, this job will be a significant part of their life. Not, there's no balance between job and life because we want you to feel that this job is a, an important and meaningful part of your life. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley in partnership with Leumitech, sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Opus Labs, Synergy Global, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, Birthright Excel, Serona Partners, and in media partnership with C-Tech. I am very excited for this episode. Meet Micha Breakstone, the co-founder and CEO of Neuralite.ai. Micha is a repeat entrepreneur who's founded a few great businesses. Example, Chorus AI acquired for $575 million by ZoomInfo and a few less successful ones. He's currently the co-founder and CEO of Neuralite.ai, a venture-backed startup on a mission to transform the lives of more than a billion people suffering from neurological disorders by digitizing neurological insights and care, a venture he hopes becomes his magnum opus. Micha Breakstone, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. I'm so incredibly honored to have you here. Let's talk about impact and entrepreneurship. How are you? I'm doing uh, well. Uh, you said to be authentic, so I'm very, very tired. I just woke up uh, five minutes ago or so, so that's also why I, how I look. Uh, you also said we, this can be redacted, so uh, uh, you don't no need to do that. I, I'm doing really well, very tired. Entrepreneurs, uh, unfortunately, sometimes have to work harder than they want to, although I'm trying to get back in a regime of at least six hours a night. But um, I'm excited. I'm really, really happy to be doing this with you. Um, I've, I've, you know, read, uh, and, and seen the other episodes you did. I think even the choice of this, uh, 20 minutes leader and not entrepreneurs or co-founders or whatever, I think it's such a beautiful name and it really represents also, uh, a lot of why I chose to be an entrepreneur. So, uh, very short question, I love it. long answer, excited. I, I'm, you know, I think that you really embody, you know, what I look for here, Micha, because, um, you coming in here, I'm waking you up very early time for you in Austin, um, relocating in order to, to build your, your next company. You've, you've helped build as a co-founder and CTO, Chorus AI, one of Israel's greatest prides in the tech ecosystem and transitioning now to, to creating a company that, that really is dealing with one of the most difficult topics that I think we can agree as humanity that, that are unsolved. This probably some of the most Difficult for us to comprehend and to experience. Um, probably every person here will understand and will c- connect with with what you're doing in one way or another. Um, and and one thing that left me very inspired is uh, I, we we chatted a while back, and you mentioned very briefly that you know even though you had amazing successes until now, you're this is you're seeing as your magnum opus, and you're seeing as a, a legacy that you're going to leave in the world and. As a young entrepreneur, I, I am inspired by the work that you do, and I'm, and I'm honored that you let me be a tiny, tiny part of the Neuralite journey. So, so Micha, um, without further ado, tell me a little bit about how you see yourself as an entrepreneur. Wh- who are you, Micha? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. 
Short uh, question, where, where right? To start. Um, first of all, thank you for all the very kind words. Um, who am I as an entrepreneur? I think um, I don't know how to answer that. I will say, um, you know, reflecting also back on what you just said now, and and you know, I don't yet know that Neuralight will be my magnum opus, but it is the dream that this is what I, the legacy I leave behind, and I think it's guided by uh, a good friend of mine gave me. Um, one of these um, kind of uh, business business uh, school books a while back. Uh, I think it's called "How to Measure Your Life" or "How You'll Measure Your Life" by Clayton Christensen. Uh, it's a it's a you know it's it's a great book. It's got a little boring, but it's a uh, it's a great book. <laughs> it's a in in short, it's an exercise about you know building the KPIs for your own life. Um, and I I remember I did this. I read the book a few years back, and actually at Chorus, and I. Um, uh, did the exercise and I came back with these KPIs and I'll be sharing something. I don't think it's private. It usually is. It could be considered private, but I think it, it really is. Uh, it is helpful in, in explaining who I am as an entrepreneur and why I chose uh, a path so different and basically to reinvent myself uh, in neurology um, uh, and, and helping patients, you know, other than the fact that, of course, and I'm happy to share in a bit my own personal experience with these diseases, uh, my family experience. Um, but um, the three quote unquote KPIs of how I'll measure my life are the first is um, I want to leave the world a slightly better place behind me. That's, uh, you know, it's cliche these days, but it's actually in Hebrew, you, you call it tikkun olam or tikkun olam polta, <laughs> making the world a slightly better place. Um, and once you have that as a decision or a KPI, it's very easy to decide what you're going to be doing next with your life. And, you know, when friends ask, like kind of mockingly or tongue in cheek, why don't you go uh, and, and buy yourself a small island and retire? The answer is very clear for that. The second is, you know, being a, a good family person, but also a good uh, community person, like building a community and, and a strong family around me, which is really important and something I'm very happy to, to have done over the last couple of years, actually, ever since doing this exercise. So I guess the book may be a bit boring, but it's effective. And the third, um, it's interestingly enough, because it, it resonates exactly with the name of what you're doing here, it's to be... Uh, an inspiring leader, I think. You know, I do. I do see things uh, around myself. I, I, I've, I've learned a lot, and I do feel I have this ability. Not, I'm not this, you know, highly charismatic human being, but I do think I am able to inspire people by example to do things. So, um, I think as, you know, I don't know how to answer who I am as an entrepreneur. I know how to answer who I am as a human being, and I'm guided by those three kind of metrics and I hope that gives some some kind of color. Um Beautiful. I, I love it. And and Micha, I, I invite anybody who who wants to hear the, about the first part of your career to to go into all the incredible announcements about about Chorus AI and the amazing things you've done there. But but here I want to focus on on Neuralight. Uh, this new journey that you've that you've uh, gone on and and when I think about all the different companies that inspire me uh, there's only there's a handful that I really really am inspired by. It turns out that a few of them you're actually an angel investor in, not surprisingly. Uh, but but here we're talking about a company that's looking at neurology and looking at 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 you know the 20, 2022 in neurology. Neuralight, what is it? So wow, um, 
Mm, trying to, I, you know, trying to think of, do I do the elevator pitch? Do I, who, who am I talking to? So I'll, I'll just talk like, again, I'll use your guidance authentically. Uh, I'll say it this way. Um, about 15 years ago, actually longer, my, my first grandfather uh, um, had his wife die, my grandmother die. And uh, I remember writing a short story that began with something like um, uh, translating from Hebrew, uh, when my grandmother died, she had to do so again and again an innumerable number of times. Each time we had to remind my, my grandfather again of my grandmother's death and each time the pain would hit him again as if it was the first time. Um, and the reason I'm saying, obviously he had uh, Alzheimer and he didn't remember each time we had to remind him that my grandmother had passed. Um, and, 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 you know, the pain for that was incredible. So starting from there in this very personal experience. Um, so neurology today, really, none of these diseases have cures or drugs. And and the reason is, there's many reasons. None of them are their lack of agents or lack of molecules. It's just extremely, extremely, extremely hard uh, to develop drugs when A, you don't understand the pathophysiologies or the etiologies or the mechanisms. But two, very similar to chorus, you can improve what you don't measure, right? Um, rather than measuring the sales call, we, we measure neurological disorders. Currently today, there are simply no um, objective or sensitive endpoints for uh, uh, measuring the development or the progression of neurological disorders, which basically makes it impossible to develop better cures, better drugs, uh, and give good care. Because, you know, how, how do you know if a drug is working or not when, say, 25, 30% of the underlying uh, 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 subjects in a trial don't actually have the disease you're measuring for because of 30% misdiagnosis. How do you, um, how do you, you know, uh, do that when there's a 25% inner rate of variability? So what we're developing in a nutshell is this ability to measure accurately the progression of the, of the diseases using standard devices like a, a webcam like we're using now. Um, uh, using hard, hard science, not that we've developed really important. So if I said to anybody that I was a machine learning company, my amazing co-founder, Eddie, would jump up and say, don't tell them we're charlatans. That's what he would say. Um, because we're, we're, so we do also machine learning, but we're really based in deep science. Um, and uh, we use um, uh signal processing, computer vision, to be able to discern these micro-movements in the eyes uh, and create a standard picture of the neurological picture in order to, to monitor the progression of these diseases. Uh, and you know, rather than selling into patients and, and physicians to begin with, we're approaching uh, pharma companies. We're actually in, in, you know, have signed the initial phases with several of these uh, to be able to help them uh, design and build uh, better studies that have a much higher chance of, chances of success. I'll end in one anecdote. Um, CNS, or central nervous system drugs, have uh, only a 6% uh, chance of being approved as compared to non-CNS drugs, which are more than double that rate. Uh, it shows you how hard it is to get a drug approved when, um, when you're not, you don't know what you're measuring. So I hope that's clear. Uh, 100%. Um, why, why not until now? 
what's been happening? Where, where have we been as a society? I mean, we've all seen this pain around us. You're, you're sharing your personal experience and thank you for sharing that. All, I think all of us can relate to somebody we know who's, who's sort of losing a lot of, of what it means to be alive and may, be conscious through this, this disease, myself personally with my own grandfather. What, you know, why haven't we been spending so much effort into this? It's a, it's a look, uh, it's a great question. I don't have the full answer, but I can say uh, as human beings, we tend to take care of uh, the urgent, not the important. Uh, Alzheimer's, MS, Parkinson's are not quick killers, if killers at all. They're just, you know, they just take 20 years to, to kill, uh, to, to, you know, to, to disable you. Um, to, to uh, come wreak havoc on your family. Um, but they're not like cancer that kill you in a year or something like that. So the pain is, you know, is more subdued and so over time. Neurology really important today is, is or really important to note is the largest uh, global uh, cause of, of, of disability. Over 1 billion people in the world suffer from some sort of neurological disorder. Disease prevalence wow. has been doubled over the last 10 years due to aging population and so on. And the expenditures huh. are insane. On, on Alzheimer's alone, direct expenditures in the U.S. are, I think, $256 billion. So these numbers are insane, wow. insane, insane, insane. But they're slow and the pain is more subdued. And it's, it, it, you know, it's not, it's not tomorrow. It's over the next 20 years. Uh, plus, again, we don't yet understand uh, the pathophysiologies for most of these diseases. So, uh, you know, physicians are always biased towards understanding, like good scientists, right? Understanding what they're actually taking care of. It's very hard to, you know, to to try and solve something where you don't understand. It's like a black box. The, the brain is a black box, right? And all of these efforts have been devoted to oncology uh, because of it being a quicker killer and... Um, uh, and 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 also understanding things, uh, I think um, you know neurology is 50, 60, 70 years behind oncology. You know, there's no precision medicine for neurology whatsoever. There are very few disease modifying treatments. There are no cures at all available. Um, and I think uh, with aging population, with the fact that we've made so much progress on oncology, with these new abilities, exactly like um, Neurolight is, is ushering in uh, of actually measuring the progression of the disease. Um, and uh, again, with aging population, there's more more uh, place and openness to, to doing this. Um, and I, I do believe this, you know, the next decade will be uh, neurology's decade. Wow, incredible. Micha, you've gotten to, to, to lead an organization, very software-focused, um, you know, data-focused, and, and working with, with businesses to improve the metrics, such as Chorus AI. You're now leading an organization, albeit still smaller, but, but I have a, no doubt that it'll get to the same scale uh, with Norlight. 22 people Is there a- in uh, Boast. Uh, we're, we're growing quickly, <laughs> I- including, by the way, the first, my first engineer uh, my, and good friend from Chorus has joined us. Um, um, that's if they're probably my, my, the, the higher I'm most proud of. Uh, I don't know why. why uh, and, and I think that says a lot about yeah. uh, go, going back to the question of leadership. I think that, that uh, and probably that's the test that stands the test of time, right? That's uh, the biggest validation you can get. So congratulations. And, Thank you. But, but still, 
I'm asking you about the day-to-day, about the feeling, about the environment, about the progression, about the atmosphere, the culture. Is there a difference when you're working on a product such as what Chorus is versus what Neuralite is? Yes, yes. So first, it's much easier to hire. Um, uh, we All of our engineers are, you know, uh, I know your dad is involved at Google, so sorry, but we poach quite a bit of people from Google um, and, and Microsoft and, uh, and as I said, Core. So all, all the people are, you know, it's, it's much easier to hire. People are, are coming not only... He doesn't help with it, I just have to say for the record. He didn't uh, know that, he doesn't okay, help with good, it. Good, good, good. <laughs> redact, redact, no, I'm joking. Um, so, uh, look, um, it's easier to hire. Uh, also, you know, having built a few companies, what we did this time was we, before we went, before we started the path, uh, we, we set three values for the company to, you know, to put together the anchors culturally of the, and the DNA. And we spent, you know, days actually distilling, um, uh, this into three values. The reason we did three is because both Eddie and I, uh, have a memory of birds and we wouldn't ever remember three. And we actually want these three values <laughs> to be used in real life. So we, we, every single interview, uh, candidate decision, we fall back to our values. The values are very, very simple. The first is we're on an urgent mission. Um, so we're looking for people that are dedicated and passionate about actually changing the world for the better. Uh, when we interview, it's, oh, Eddie and I still interview every single person, both of us, every single person joining the company. I take the usually the last interview and uh, I share the values and I say, look, this means that we don't like the phrase work-life balance. And I want to see the reaction. And the truth is not because, and you'll see this in a second, the, the, the last value. It's the reason is we're actually not looking for people that want this balance, but rather the people that think that the, this job will be a significant part of their life. Not There's no balance between job and life because we want you to feel that this job is a, an important and meaningful part of your life. Um, so, you know, work-life harmony is, is fine uh, and, and I think a much better um, kind of phrase. But really, really important for us is I want to see if people are scared of that or not because if they are, they're probably not the right person, not because we work crazy hours, although sometimes we do. Uh, anecdotally, we discovered a few weeks ago that um, a team of our engineers were working the entire weekend and Eddie and I were horrified because we had not asked for that. Um, and we thought that maybe we conveyed some state of urgency that wasn't the case, whatever. So we, we reached out and said, no, 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 we really wanted to start the trials, you know, early next week. And it was too important for us. Obviously, we, we, we kind of told them, look, thank you. And we gave them a few weeks later, we organized like a, a, a Yom Kef, a, a whatever, an external happy day, whatever for them. Uh, but, but more importantly, what was, you know, really important for us is that we have people that make this an integral part of their life. Um, the third value, by the way, skipping the second is uh, we enjoy the ride, right? So it's kind of making sure that we have the balance, right? This is, it, you know, if we don't enjoy the ride, I don't know, you know, the, the, the path is just as important as the goal. The second value is uh, psychological safety. Um, you know, uh, going back to Google, actually, there's an amazing project that Google ran and reported in the New York Times about the importance of psychological safety and how absolutely critical like google did this amazing research and found that the most the top 
top, top performing teams are ones where people feel vulnerable enough to, to know that they'll never be dismissed, that they'll always be empowered, etc. So uh, that's a critical second value for us. Um, and I think those values actually reflect who we are as a company, how we make decisions, um, who we are definitely as entrepreneurs. And um, uh, by the way, recently we had uh, Gil Sklarski, uh, the CTO, previous CTO of Flatiron, join as a scientific co-founder. And I wrote him in a personal note. He hasn't yet received this. So hopefully this is published after we, together with his swag. We've been working with him, you know, week in, week off for the last year plus when I wrote there are very few people if, you know, I didn't think there were any people that could join Eddie and me as a founding team and make us better, more resilient, more robust, whatever. And you proved me wrong. But that, you know, one of the reasons I said that is, so Gil not only is absolutely incredibly brilliant, IQ, EQ, whatever, but I visited him in New York with my, my life partner and our, our baby daughter uh, about half a year ago. And what most impressed me was not his IQ, was not how how amazingly well he understood the space, et cetera, et cetera, but the fact that he didn't care about me at all. All he cared about was making sure that Veronica and Ellie were were, were taken care of, my, 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 my life partner and my daughter. Uh, the amount of empathy, the amount of... And so that was like absolutely huge. So going back to your question, is there a difference? Yes, we're extremely intentional about our culture. Uh, we are looking to hire and bring in people that deeply care about this, um, that are motivated by by the goal uh, and have the wherewithal to be vulnerable, which is, de- demands a lot of courage um, and would never, ever be negative in, or dismissive in any way. Uh, and also uh, in, enjoy, enjoy the ride. I'll end with a quick anecdote. Um, Eddie and I often uh, interview these amazing human beings that are extremely brilliant, like 180 IQ, whatever. Um, and, but they may not be a great cultural fit. Maybe they're, they're you know, unhappy people or bitter or whatever. So Eddie and I are sometimes very tempted to hire them nonetheless, but we go back to the values. So the joke is between Eddie and me that sometimes we, we, should, we should build this, um, this daughter company uh, called uh, Grimacense. Uh, nah, like, uh, <laughs> and never tell them that there's a real company called Neuralight and like two years later they'll come oh you actually have a real life office whatever something like that but we obviously <laughs> Micha um, these are the types of conversations that uh, that I live smiling and inspired and uh, and and thankful that that these types of things exist and um, on a personal level uh, thank you for for Working on progressing with a with a problem that very few people have the 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 drive and the understanding and the and the ambition to to go in and help solve and uh, and I have no doubt that the, the team that that I'm seeing in front of me is is a team that is positioned to do that and uh, and so thank you for all the the great work thank you for the the 20 minutes that you're spending here with me I know how busy you are I know that I know that you had to that you were up until 3 a.m. last night and I had and I still woke you up early so thank you for agreeing I to, that, that, to do it nevertheless I wish it was 3 a.m. but thank <laughs> you Michael it's it's um it's been a real 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 pleasure uh again I love what you're doing I've been following this for a while um I, I'm very very grateful that you're part of our journey um, and thank you for giving me this stage. It's actually a, an amazing way to start my day. It's I, actually, you've helped me. Rem- you've helped remind me of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, and thank you for the thoughtful questions and, uh, uh, for giving me this stage. I really, really appreciate it. 
תודה רבה. Stay safe and stay healthy. ביי מיכה. תודה רבה.